Hello and welcome to another Octal FM soundbite. I'm Gelada. And I'm Saffron. And you can probably guess what we're talking about here. It's been E3, kind of. I mean, not yeah, really, kind right? Of, yeah. The Electronics Entertainment Expo with no expo. Yeah. But yeah, it's been E3, sort of. And there's been a whole bunch of announcements. And this is just a soundbite, so we're not going to really dive into like everything that's been announced at E3. Instead, we're going to focus on exactly what you would expect us to focus on at Oxel FM, which is the Nintendo announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, which, although I guess we are quite biased, as we've pro- you know just mentioned, I also do think it was probably the most interesting one to watch anyway. Yeah, agreed. There was a lot of good stuff in it. No new Switch, uh, but that's kind of to be expected. I think Nintendo are terrified of announcing hardware in like the E3 context um, after like fluffing it up a bunch of times and they would rather sort of it it just muddies the message right if you're Mm. like talking about new games and then you've also got a new console and it's like well are these new games yeah it's very like mixed messaging um i mean that's sort of the same problem that xbox and playstation had when they had to deal with like the playstation pro and xbox series exactly x no like xbox x sorry not series x yeah so i guess it makes sense for them plus i imagine there's to some extent trying to build a new system now with manufacturing still being a little bit wobbly and certain like yeah. demands of certain uh, raw materials etc being a bit of all over the place it's probably not a good idea for making a stable amount of money especially when their current system is still doing very well yeah i wouldn't be surprised if we see one before the years end of the years out but anyway we're not here to speculate on this the impending nintendo switch pro <laughs> you heard it here first but <laughs> instead we want to talk about the games that were announced and the big one is metroid dread right yeah surprise 2d metroid game you know sprung out of the woodwork um that has been clearly been worked on for quite some time because it's one of those you know games that's been developed in the dark where they're like and it's going to be ready in a few months yes that sort of get you know already very polished lots of demos you know things like that nintendo like to do that as well i find like now they they'll they'll mention some of their like more like middle of the line stuff for like longer term releases mm-hmm. but they're like some of the bigger stuff with the bigger names they often do just drop quite quickly yes. especially with like things like metroid which they haven't released for a long time now mm. yeah exactly um and you know i, I mentioned I, I was talking to tony about it and i was like oh yeah metroid dread looks pretty cool and she was like i thought you hate the 2d metroid games um, and i was <laughs> like well <laughs> i guess you know if you listen back to our game club metroid episodes like i definitely have some mixed feelings about them um but in some ways playing those has made me more excited for this from a sort of like just interest point of view because we've mm. been playing all the old metro games i'm like oh cool like it would be really really interesting to play you know a brand new one and sort of you know i haven't played fusion but that's the only one that i'm now missing actually in the 2d saga right yes, like yeah. like we've played all the others so actually all i need to do is just sneak fusion in and then i've kind of like done the whole uh, story arc because they've yep. said that this is a, a finishing off if you like of the story arc of the 2d games yeah this is like the post the, the most recent in their chronological timeline with the story of samus yeah um and, and it looks really good like it, it does it looks very shiny it looks yep. like they're using the same sort of engine as they did for the samus returns game the, the remake yep. of the second game yes and it has a sort of slightly more action focus to it. It looks mm. like Samus is very mobile. She's mm. very agile. Yeah. Um, like sort of what they felt like they were trying to go for instead of like Other M. Mm. But whilst yeah. also trying to retain some more of that traditional platform platforming combat 
yeah. style of gameplay that yeah. they sort of they messed up in it other m really yeah. so it looks really good and the gameplay that it's shown off so far looks really fun it looks mm. like it's going to be trying something a little bit different uh, it looks like they're taking the law quite seriously as well mm. like mm. going to be going to giving us new law to dissect and things that are going to like you know creep in from other areas it's like what's with samus's new suit for example like mm. what's going on there so yeah. yeah that's that's pretty interesting i think that's probably one of the the, the most exciting things that yep. they they announced outright they didn't just like show something more of what we already knew yeah yeah exactly and speaking of things showing stuff that we kind of already knew we got a, another breath of the wild 2 trailer this mm-hmm. is kind of like the release date trailer right it's not all even it's not even that. It's like the release year trailer, yeah, it's, I guess. It's almost like this is now a trailer for the upcoming game, apart from just a pure teaser yeah. like the previous one was. But even then, we didn't really get to see too much more stuff. No. Um, they've been pretty tight-lipped about it. They've said that like they don't even want to tell us what it's called yet because that will give away. something away about yeah. it. But the core of it seems to be a case of like uh, half of Hyrule or something along those lines is going to get dragged up into the sky Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to go up to the sky like area to do things and maybe like go between the original Hyrule of Breath of the Wild and this area. Mm. And there seems to be something funky going on with Link's arm that can like maybe rewind time. Not mm. sure. So, yeah. But I mean, it kind of it, it, it kind of makes sense with like the sky related stuff. And then previously in the same direct, they also sort of like re-mentioned the fact that Skyward Sword HD is, is mm. a thing. So like maybe the two are relatively connected to some extent. Like maybe you're going to have like a maybe. a callback to Skyward Sword, which is like, I think canonically supposed to be like the first game in the, in the series. Mm. Mm. So yeah, like I'm, I'm obviously I'm excited, but I'm also like not, I'm no more, I'm no different to how, how I was because right. it doesn't really tell me any more than I already knew and I know I'm going to buy it and play it anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another one that when I saw it, I was like, oh, Seth's going to want to talk about this <laughs> is um, Advance Wars 1 and 2, right? They're remaking yeah. Advance the the first two, the first two, the only two? There were more than that, weren't there? Well, in terms of ones that released in the West, yeah. They, right. These were the first two released in, in the Western market. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, the original uh, Famitsu Wars goes back as far back as, like, oh, the NES. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, the same sort of time as, like, the Fire Emblem games, like, back yeah. in, like, 1980, like, 9 or whatever. Mm. Um, but these ones were the ones for the Game Boy Advance, and they've remade yeah. them. They look all very shiny and new. Um I'm not sure how I feel about the new art style and the mm. new direction. We talked about that prior to the show. I feel it looks a little bit like too simple, too block colors. There isn't actually a lot of personality in the designs anymore. They all look fairly generic. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because it was such a low pixel, low resolution yeah, game before. Game Boy Advance game. It was like what, yeah. 320 by 180 or something. Exactly. And so to sort of try and translate that up it feels like a difficult one to translate like mm. even things like the tiles for cities and stuff it's yeah. like it feels kind of weird now mm. to have like a small rectangle with a flat you know building mm-hmm. on top of it like it's sort of yeah it's, it's a tricky one i think for me you, yeah, the better on. way that they could have handled this is doing exactly what wargroove did Mm. right which is just right. have some super nice clear colorful well detailed sprites yes right and some really because, smooth like nice animations and yeah some, and some fancy special effects right yeah. dial up the explosions and yeah. then the fog or whatever yeah absolutely give me give me advance wars in the style of like wargroove's style right. of presentation and yeah. that would be much much happy with but i am still really happy about reboot camp because i want more people to play advanced mm. wars because mm. there are some great games in that whole series of games like mm. i actually prefer well i prefer but like played more of the ds one dual strike yeah because that one 
was the one that I played oh, yeah. more of at the time. And, and hopefully they, maybe they'll do like a, a re-release of that. And they, it's, there's some other tricky kind of weird, one quirky ones with, uh, as well. Two screens, tricky one to re- I'm not surprised they haven't chucked that one in. Maybe, but I mean, the, the second screen in the Jewel Strike was really just a glorified status screen that you could yeah. just click a button to bring up. So and that also where the planes hard. would be when you were doing, when you were attacking planes, would they show up at the top? I think I so. Yeah. I mean, really, it's not that big a deal. No, true. Um, <laughs> the core game is the same really. Yes. So I, I'm hoping that this shows a resurgence, a reinterest for uh, Nintendo to move into some of their other strategy related games. That isn't just Fire Emblem. Mm-mm. Although with that, with that said, in fairness, they did then out another or they didn't announce it. It was another trailer for a game that had already been announced at E3 prior on um, the strategy release, which is another Mario Rabbids game. Which oh, yeah. Looks yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yep. Uh, I, I never really actually... got on with it, but then it's no. turn-based. It's just mine. <laughs> no, exactly. You, you're not into the whole turn-based, like XCOM-style stuff, which I really enjoy. But yeah, it looks all right. I probably yeah. won't play it, if I'm honest with you, but it looks pretty cool, and I'm happy that they're giving something like that a time of day. Yeah, agreed. Another one that was sort of a big old collection of games, which I'm, I'm sure that I'm mentioning because otherwise Tony will be annoyed, was uh, the Danganronpa collection. So mm-hmm. big old collection of, of Danganronpa games, which is cool. Um, is this the know, first time they're on Switch now? Yes, I think so. Because I, I mean, I am not the expert. I can almost no. I can almost feel Tony in the future screaming <laughs> like you're getting it. You're being such a noob. I feel like they these were like PSP games or PSV2 mm-hmm. games, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, like yeah. it's that kind of like era of stuff, which actually I think is how Tony played some of these. Mm-hmm. Um, they aren't. Yeah, they're not traditionally been super accessible so definitely getting these games on switch is like is a great boon for them and it makes sense as well because yeah. it's got a very dedicated and very vocal fan base yeah so i imagine like they're going to get a lot of free advertising just for that as well yeah yeah exactly that's sort of the stuff on my list there was also a game and watch handheld which you know you're not going to be able to buy because it's no. going to go out of stock immediately the which has got like the first two zelda games on it and a little zelda clock this will be like the third time you can play those games on a Switch, right? Like, that's not a Switch, I suppose, but in modern days, On I a guess. thing, yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a thing in 2021, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's really, it's just bizarre, isn't it? Like, Nintendo must just make so much money out of, yeah. like, selling effectively, the- like, de-clocked, like, very cheap component things but massive markup because they're collectible in inverted commas like these things must cost them basically nothing to produce (laughs) it's the same game you've always had yeah it's like a really pathetic little chip inside it like no (laughs) i don't know like yeah i'm sure don't get me wrong i'm sure some of the industrial design for like making the case and stuff is all very interesting and like it takes a lot of hard work but ultimately they can churn those things out and they won't because they're going to no. make us, otherwise it would be cheap. They're going to, you know, make a hundred of them yeah. and sell them for And yeah, they'll be like a hundred pounds each or something on the secondhand market, despite the fact you could probably manufacture them for like, you know, maybe a pound at most. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. If so, I want to put my cynical hat on as well, just to make it a slightly longer uh, soundbite, I feel exactly the same way about the new Super Mario Party game they announced. Yeah. Uh, because like they didn't ever finish the first one, in my opinion, Super Mario Party, like mm. on the Switch. Because... They didn't have online play for the longest time. Then he eventually released online play just because this was coming out most likely. Yeah. But they yeah. never added more boards. They never added more mini games. I'm like, this is, this is criminal. Like, yeah, this, this is what they showed off for Super Mario Party Superstars, which is like, it's like old Nintendo 64 boards and like a hundred of the kind of favorite mini games from back in the day. Right. Yeah. This should just be free DLC. Yeah, you yeah. Know, or maybe paid DLC, you know, but like, you know, like six, seven quid Not to go onto the original game. But no, it's a whole new game. Pays yeah. more money for a game we've already basically made using content from a, from a console from 20 years ago. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, it'll be no, a new concept for some people. Um, that doesn't make it acceptable. <laughs> you know? It just makes it even more cheating. It's, it's, oh, I, I just very frustrated because I was really excited about um, Super Mario Party on mm. Switch when it first came out and I bought it straight away. Yeah. And it was kind of fun. But then it's like, actually, there's not a lot here, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. then I saw this and at first I was like, oh, finally, DLC. And then I was like, no, it's its own new game. I'm like, yeah, oh, great. Okay, so yeah, I'm not buying yeah. that then. You know, if I just want to play the original bloody N64 boards and the N64 mini games, I'll just bust out an emulator. Yeah. Also, the Mario Party on the N64 was the best one, right? Like those well, early I ones. Mean, the early ones were definitely the best ones, no question. You know, like two, three, and then some of the ones on the GameCube were mm. really, really strong. So it makes sense to try and utilize them. I'm yeah. just, I don't know, for as much goodwill as Nintendo get for doing things, let's say Metroid Dread, which is like a series that they are less invested in trying to do something with, but still have put like a lot of effort into making a really great game. They also mentioned Prime 4 as well, but say yes. it's still not really ready to show anything yet. You know, and then like bringing back old classic series like Super Monkey Ball and mm. um, Adva- Advance Wars, great. But then it's just the cynical like aspect of like, yeah, rehashing the same stuff from back in the day and reselling it for another like £55. I'm like, yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know about that, Chief. <laughs> That is also Advance Wars 1 and 2, isn't it? To some extent. To some extent, that is true. <laughs> but we don't have an Advance Wars game already. This is you know? where we can start to do like a slow fade of sound. But like it's of just, just you, kind of rambling. It's just you ranting and we just yeah. slowly fade away into, into, into nothing. Maybe we'll we'll cover this like in another in a full episode. Like we're yeah. talking about all of E3 or something. But and expect, like, yeah. you know, we're undoubtedly going to cover some of these games as they come out like mm-hmm. in either sound bites or full episodes i imagine you know you're going to pick up advance wars and tell us all about that yeah um we'll probably both pick up metroid dread and that'll end up being a game guess of metroid game club yeah right, eventually but uh yeah until then i've been gelada and i've been a grumpy old man <laughs> and catch us again for another episode of Sephron rants about <laughs> nintendo <laughs> slash oxal fm soundbite very soon